Welcome to the Locust Grove Oral History Podcast from the Jessamine County Public Library. I'm Carrie Green. Locust Grove Cemetery is an African-American cemetery in Nicholasville, Kentucky. In February 2019, the library began recording interviews with several current and former Jessamine County residents about their relatives who are buried in Locust Grove. Those interviews will be collected, along with stories about other former community members, in the Locust Grove Cemetery audio tour. We plan to release the full tour in episode four of the podcast. For this episode, we talked to Anna Kenyon and Jennifer Smith about their parents, Dorothy and Andrew Smith. Dorothy L. Smith was born in 1930 and died in 2013. She was the mother of 12 children. At the time of her death, she had 24 grandchildren and 17 great-grandchildren. Jennifer Smith spoke to us about her mother by phone from her home in Michigan. We had a wonderful mother, and I really loved her, and she loved us, and that was the biggest part of the joy her her loving us, really loving us and caring for us. She not only was my mother, I looked at her as my friend and my confidant, because whenever I talked to her about anything, if I asked her not to say anything to anyone, she wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And um, she always had this saying when we did share stuff with her, one of her favorite words would always be, well, because <laughs> she didn't have no other words. <laughs> and um, then sometimes if we shared something with her or she knew something and it called, catch her off guard, she would just say, now. And we used to laugh about that all the time because of the one word. And one of my sisters had told her, you done dug that well so deep, we're all going to fall in it. <laughs> Anna Kenyon spoke to us about some of the challenges her mother faced while raising her family in Nicholasville. Growing up in that Porsche poverty area that meant that we had no running water but she would pack that water to make sure that old washing machine was washing those clothes she hung them out on the line to dry and um, like I said she just made do with trying to feed all these kids she was responsible for. She would get up before we go to school and make sure we had breakfast before we went out the door. She did not send us out the door hungry um, and she would fix our lunches. So you know, that right there, she, she cared for us. And that way, when she her health started declining, she lived with my older sister, Brenda, and in her bedroom, my sister had um, a picture of Jesus on the wall, and she would look at it every day because it was in her eye gate. Mm-hmm. And as she start start really slowing down, and we knew, she starts saying, I'm ready to go home. And we were saying, Mom, you are home. She goes, no, 
I'm ready to go home with him. And that just blessed us because she recognized and she said, he told me to come on. It took us a little bit to realize that she was talking about Jesus. Mm -hmm. So that prepared us, you know, to know. And that right there was heartfelt, heartwarming, because she said, he said, come on, and I'm ready to go home. So we was prepared and accept that. So the day that she took her last breath, she was smiling. At her home-going service, a lot of people got... um not even just at home going service, but her home going service was just a great celebration because um, having that many children and being married and to my father, who was, you know, he was loving and everything, but um, he um, ended up going legally blind. And so when you're talking about having to deal with, you know, a man who feels like he wasn't a man at times because he couldn't provide for his family when he had to go on disability and, you know, and, and helping him to and care for his needs of helping him to see the things that he could not see and, and just deal with his whole emotional state. Mm-hmm. Um, she was just a, a very strong lady, uh, but who had enough love that she showed. She never took her frustrations and, and life circumstances out on anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was just a true model of the virtuous woman uh, in the Bible that we know that we read so much about. And that's what we put on her her casket, you know, inside, you know, that was lifted up was, uh, you know, that she was a virtuous woman, you know, who uh, sacrificed a lot of her um, things that she, you know, probably missed out on for the love of others because her life spoke very powerful and a great volume of what L-O-V-E was, you know, and that goes a long way. Andrew Thomas Smith was born in 1930 and died in 1993. Anna Kenyon told us more about her father's life. He was a man who... Um, is very, was very well known in the community as um, the, the the deacon, the elder who prayed long prayers, <laughs> and uh, and he could sing, you know. And that's the fond memory I I have of him would be in the middle of the night hearing him at two or three o'clock in the morning singing praises unto God, you know. But he in in between of the coughs and that he was experiencing because he had uh, also developed. Um, emphysema. And so it was times that he would be coughing, you know, so profusely and I was be praying to God, please let him breathe, let him breathe. And then he would burst out in a song, you know. And mm-hmm. so that was a comfort for me to hear him uh, singing those praise songs um, throughout his life. And then again, as I alluded to earlier, um, about when he became blind, uh, that Felt that feeling of being your manhood being stripped. He still stuck it out with all his kids. You know, he he uh, um, made sure they went to church together. You know, um, one of the funny things I remember of him is that um, we never owned a car. Uh, I guess that we grew up in the pover- the the most poorest part, not in the most poorest, but but in the city down on Jefferson Street, and they called it the bottom for a reason. Mm-hmm. And uh, so my parents always had to depend on um, 
other people giving them a ride to the grocery store or to church or wherever. And I never forget, Dad came home one day, and he pulled up in this little white car. And we was like, well, my dad never seen him drive before. But uh, he's like, come on, get in. This I got a car, and we're going to take a ride. <laughs> we got as far as at the top of the hill of East Maple Street. <laughs> And the car stopped working. Oh, no. And so we had to walk home. <laughs> and so that, that, you know, it was like, and that was a lot. We had the car for one day <laughs> that I remember. But um, I do uh, remember him being uh, still committed to, um, um, you know, being that godly man that he was trying. And he hadn't always been there. I, before I was born, he, you know, into some things, you know, that was not, you know, appropriate but then he became, you know, totally committed to God. And, and so I'm glad I got to know him on the sweet side. You know, I tried to get him to um, get involved with the Kentucky Department of the Blind to go down to learn, you know, some new skills that um, will help him mm-hmm. adapt daily. Uh, but he was just kind of set in his ways and did not want to leave his home. Mm-hmm. And so we just tried to teach him what, you know, we could to help him, you know, like, for example, uh, with the plate, we know that the 12 o'clock one and like the cl- on the clock, and I would say to him, Dad, your mashed potatoes are at two o'clock, you know, your uh, green beans are at five o'clock, you know, and, and that kind of, mm-hmm. those little small things. And mm-hmm. uh, and then he also received uh, their cassettes, back then it was cassettes, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to um, hear the word of God. So it was a lot, the, he would get the Bible on the cassettes. And mm-hmm. so that would still help him to uh, get the word, you know, even though he couldn't no longer read it. Mm-hmm. But they were committed to each other, and they were committed to family, and for that I am awesomely blessed. Thank you for listening to Episode 2 of the Locust Grove Oral History Podcast. On our next episode, we'll talk to Juanita White about her mother, Annabelle Holloway Jackman. We recorded this podcast in the recording studio of the Jessamine County Public Library. For more information on the recording studio or the Locust Grove Oral History Project, visit our website at jesspublib.org. Our theme song is by Scott Whitten. You can find out more about Scott and his music on his website, adoreforadesk.com.